This is the drying out voice of your local announcer, Tom Fitzmorris. And it's time for the Food Show. Every afternoon we talk about eating your way around New Orleans. And we have a lot of fun with that, too. Our number is 260-6368. If you've got anything on your mind at all, no need to sit there and stew over whether this is the right thing for a radio show and will you sound stupid or you know any anything like that, please forget about Just call us, and we'd love to hear from you no matter what it is that you have to put forward. Uh, if you were listening carefully to the newscast that was just on from CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System, uh, there are two local stories, one, uh, one, uh, two stories about New Orleans, one of them delivered by one of our regular local uh, news guys over there. I have to congratulate him on that. Uh, uh, the uh, Trader Joe's outfit uh, apparently had a problem with the weather we had overnight, as who didn't? Boy, that was a ferocious storm that came through here. And they uh, some of their uh, refrigerators shut down because they didn't have power. You know, power was out. And what do you do with that? What do you, you certainly can't sell it. Well, they didn't waste any time. They uh, had the food delivered to the Second Harvester's Food Bank, which always is ready to receive and to distribute to uh, really an important uh, important force in our local community and uh, one that spreads out its ability all over the place i'm a big fan of uh, for the, of them and whenever i have need to uh, do a a a, a special uh, event that would help one charity or the other that's the one i always go to second harvesters food bank you know what i'll, I'll tell you what i love about them more than anything else they spend hardly any money at all on promoting themselves or big salaries for the boss and all of that. <clears throat> that, That is not what goes on over there. I've been to their outfit, and I know a lot of people who work with them, and they're really classy. So, uh, And then to get on the news, you know, that's, that's, that's pretty good. <clears throat> uh, I hope you made it through yourself on that, uh, on that uh, storm that came through last night. It was really roaring already when we got home at about uh, 10 o'clock. And then I woke up at about 2, and it was really coming down. It was too dark out there to see what was being accumulated. And I let it go until I got up at 7 o'clock and then took a look around and said to myself, we might not be able to get out of here. And indeed, we couldn't. We didn't need to, so it was no big deal. But we had a lot of water there, and it was uh, just flowing across the road, which is never anything good. You never mess with that, by the way. I'm sure you know that. Anybody who would be sophisticated enough to listen to our program would know that. You just don't go through running water on a, on a road. And so I just waited it out. I know from past experience that sooner or later it goes away, and it went away. Uh, and as soon as it had been away, my wife was gone to go uh, get something. <laughs> Actually, she was turning in uh, two of my uh, Christmas gifts, which were wishful thinking on her part. She uh, <clears throat> bought uh, bought me two pairs of pants, and uh, they were size uh, 32, and I, I haven't seen size 32 since I was about maybe eight years old. So uh, anyway, it, it didn't fit. And uh, there we go. So we just uh, trunge it, plunge ahead. 260-6368. Excuse me. And if you call right now, you'll get right in. 
and we'd love to hear from you about uh, what's been cooking. Uh, let's see. There was something I wanted to bring up. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was going through all my email earlier, and uh, there was a story that was uh, that was a, uh, connected with something I was reading, and it was from the uh, Food and Wine magazine, which has been around for quite a while and always been a, a, a good magazine, one of the few remaining. There used to be a lot of... A lot of food magazines out there. There are nowhere near as many now, uh, you know, just as time goes by, just like we don't have as many newspapers or anything else. Uh, anyway, I uh, uh, was uh, looking through, and here were, there was a, an article entitled The 20 Best Restaurants in America. And actually, the way they put it, was uh, the most fun restaurants, or it was something like that, I, and I think that would have captured the spirits, of the uh, spirit of this uh, list of rest, uh, restaurant towns. That's what they were after, the 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 most fun eating towns in America. And I went started through it, and we were getting through places in the Carolinas and uh, in Minnesota and uh, you know, California, of course, and then all over the place. And I I'm thinking. Hey, we're about halfway through this, and we haven't seen New Orleans yet. Kept on going. More places in uh, Florida. Here's some places in Texas. Here's some places in Arkansas. We're about three-fourths of the way through. We have not seen New Orleans mentioned. And I have noticed you know, a, a number of articles over the years that say the best uh, restaurant cities in town or the you know best place to eat in, in, in the country, and then they... They don't have us in there at all. And, you know, if you're fair about this, I I am waving the flag a little bit, but uh, you can't talk about food in America and not talk about New Orleans. I mean, let's face it. I mean, and anybody else who wants to face it, uh, they ought to. But uh, so I'm continuing, uh, you know, looking through this list of the 20 best, most fun most enjoyable, most delicious uh, food cities in America. Comes up to number one. I had, I was had uh, number 19 on the on the screen. I push the button. We're number one. I've been putting that on the covers of all of my books for a long time. I've I've, I've got, you know, I don't know how many books I have that I've I've written. I've got uh, a shelf of them right above me here, but mostly they go out of business. Not the not out of business. I, I that's that's wrong. They they become uh, obsolete because the, the restaurant business changes so much and so often that any book that was written about the New Orleans dining scene, even two or three years ago, is already out of date. So uh, anyway, what does that matter? Uh, but on all of those books and on my cookbook and uh, the, my Hungry Town book, I have this line: America's America's uh, best eating city, New Orleans. Don't you think? I mean, just being totally fair with no no tilt on this at all, how can you not say that? Unless you don't know, unless you don't like New Orleans food. There are people who don't like New Orleans food at all. There's one guy who does a, a TV show. He's very well known. I can't remember his name or else I'd tell you. Uh, and he doesn't like us. And so we never wind up in anything. And it's as if Creole and Cajun food uh, did not exist with this guy. But eh, I can't solve everybody's problem. Our telephone number is 260 
260-6368. Are you still there, Doug? Are we still uh, are we still on the air and everything? Now you were talking about Labor Day. I was. Well, I was. Yes, you, you mentioned Labor Day. That's the day. Well, that, I mentioned it. Yeah, yeah you're right. that's the day that we celebrate work by not working. Isn't that weird? Huh? Yes, it is. Huh? I like working. That's one of my problems. Is really that whenever I have a spare moment, I start thinking about. Let's see. What can I do right now in these thirty-two seconds? Well, I I, I think huh? just the opposite of you. Okay, what can't I yeah. do now? What don't I what have to do? <laughs> what? what? How can you go off now? What do I have to do now? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. you know, you you're probably asking yourself, uh, what is the national day today? Uh, yeah. What is the national day today? Well, actually, we have a, a, a universal day. Uh, today oh. is the day of the Holy Innocents. And uh-huh. uh, today is also National Chocolate Candy Day. Boy, Na- that takes in a lot of territory. It does. Now, it is also National Card Playing Day, for those of you who like to uh, do that kind of stuff. All right, call it. Uh, heads. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, I'll and see today you at the is, casino then. Yeah, okay. What? And today is uh, National Pledge of Allegiance Day. Oh, is it? It is, yes. Uh-huh. Hmm. So that's a, just something to think about right there. But the Holy Innocence Day is the way people celebrate the Holy Innocence Day. The innocents have mm-hmm. having to be the the children that Herod killed, the uh, the boys yeah. that Herod killed in Bethlehem because uh, he wanted. And they're to, all in limbo. Yeah, he wanted I mean, to, literally. The, the, whenever you've heard the expression, we'll put that we'll put that in limbo. That comes from this event that you are talking about. There you go. Now he wanted to remain in office for a while, I guess, huh? Well, that'll always help. Now, how people celebrate this is by uh, having the youngest member of the family rule that day. It's probably the most yeah. dangerous day of the year. Yeah. And uh, my parents celebrated it by taking me out to the loneliest, lonely road, giving me the uh, giving me the credit card and say, "Okay, buy something." Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, back then we didn't have. <laughs> Boy, that could really turn into something dangerous. Yeah, it, it could. Yeah. But you know, yeah. at that time there, there was no smartphone, and barely any All dumb phones, phones out there. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, of course, there was no internet. So uh, you yeah. know, they figured, well, let him try now. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, makes sense to me. Well, yeah, I mean, and, in, in its own special sort of way. Yeah, and as the as the family grew, they kept me away from the youngest child mm-hmm. on that particular day too. So, yeah, well, that's that's a good. You know, I'm, as you're talking about all this, there's one thing that comes to my mind, and that is, among the uh, many Jewish friends that I have, uh, I'm frequently invited to uh, the Passover Seder. I've been to that quite a few times in different households. Uh huh. And uh, during the the Seder at Passover, there is a ritual that involves the youngest kid in the the house. That's correct. It kind of like rules over everything. Yes. Mm -hmm. I said, all right, you got to go look for this little piece of uh, bread that's somewhere around here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, and and it's always me because I was never bar mitzvahed because I'm not Jewish. I mean, but so that, you know, I could be the, the, the child for the rest of my life. Well, that's, you know, hey. You know, you know, remaining young, looking at it. Remaining young is a is a uh, is is a national, uh, you know, obsession. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, here we are on the food show on one hundred five point three FM HD two, and uh, the other voice you hear is that of Douglas, who is uh, 
always causing problems. No, no, no. He uh, he's a great addition to the program. 105.3 FM HD2. If you don't have an HD radio, you know, doggone it, somebody should have bought you that for Christmas. And it's not even all that expensive. You can get these things for about $20, $30. Wait until you hear the sound quality in these, especially as how much you will like listening to our program on the radio that was built for it. So uh, we've got that out there. It's all it's all over the place. You might be able to use it in, uh, already and not realize it. If you have a car that's, you know, like three, four, five years old or, or newer than that, it's uh, almost certainly that your car radio can get HD radio, and you just have to fiddle with it a little bit. You can go over to the dealer and get him to show you how to do it. There's really nothing much to it. And once you have our station right there uh, punched in, there's a you know you can preset it so that next time you come back you just put put their finger on that button and away you are and uh, here we are with you here on the food show on 101.5 FM what I did it again did I 105.3 FM HD2 that HD2 is the critical part and we'd love to talk with you about food and restaurants and wine and all that good news if you missed it if you've just tuned in in the last couple of minutes ago uh, it's Food and Wine Magazine, which is a, a major player in the food magazine business, uh, they have declared that the best, most interesting, most fun, most satisfying food city in America is the hometown, baby. Yes, sir. It wouldn't be the first time they've said that either, you know, because they, they don't just change them all every, every year just to keep up to date or something like that but you know we we, we hang on to that i think uh, i think that's the way it is not uh, trying to blow up anybody 2606368 is our telephone number we would love to hear from you about what you did on christmas day you know i know i'm christmas is past and you know who cares for this year you're not going to have a christmas dinner again for a long time uh, I, I do bring it up because next year people are going to ask me, where do I go for Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day? get a lot of those calls, you know, along with things like Valentine's Day and Mother's Day and Thanksgiving and all those big holidays. Uh, but the, the, the problem is that, you know, I cover all these restaurants. Everything you hear from me is, is I have, I know because I've been to the restaurant and eaten there and uh, acted like a regular customer there. And that's where I get my information. The only problem is that it has a limitation. It's it's only one of me as far as I know. Thank God, say a lot of people right now, like my wife. Anyway, that's a joke, dear. It's <laughs> just a little joke. I know you love me. Yeah, well, sort of, you know, kind of like. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, we just, uh, you know, just uh, love hearing from you about uh, things like that because I can only go to one Christmas dinner a year. I can only go to one Christmas Eve dinner a year, if that, and I probably wouldn't get to it anyway. Restaurants are too too busy. I don't like super busy restaurants. I don't like restaurants that are where you can't talk to the people next to you uh, or, you know, eat up all the good tables and leave you with a two you know, a, a, a deuce for five people, you know, it's just, uh, but good restaurants wouldn't do that to you anyway. 260-6368. Oh, 
It's the Food Show, 260-6368, half past the hour. Love talk to you. Love to talk with you about whatever's cooking. We're waiting for you our, as our first caller today. You can be number one. You're number one in my heart anyway, but, you know, go ahead and give me a call and tell me what's on your mind. What do you have planned for New Year's? This is a question we haven't really addressed yet for this year at all. Uh, but the basic truth about uh, New Year's Eve is this. Every restaurant that would serve anything above the level of uh, neighborhood joint food, and even some of those, uh, every restaurant is going to be open. This is uh, If you see a, a restaurant that is top class and they are not opening for New Year's Eve unless there's some really critical reason for it, like uh, a death in the family or some pipe breakdown or something like that, <clears throat> if if they're not, excuse me, uh, just a second. Oh, excuse me. Th- those things happen. Uh, where was I? Okay, you. Um, you all, all you uh, all you uh, have to do with this is uh, is t- pick it up and run with it. Did that? Set, no, that. Okay. Didn't well, let's run yeah. with this then. Today yeah. okay. is National Wine Rotation Day, and National I'm gl- Wine Rotation. I'm glad I know that now. You know, well, well, forget your gladness and take on sadness. The one thing you never want to do is rotate wine. Well, I find it doesn't make any difference with the wine that I have. <laughs> oh, well, that could be. Because between the uh, Mad Dog 2020 and the, uh, and the Boone's Farm, you really, uh-huh. you, you yeah, yeah. You really well, never, never could tell. That's true. Well, uh, here, is the, here is the issue. Uh, in the world of Champagne, we're talking about real Champagne in the Champagne region of France. That's the only real, you know, strictly real Champagne on Earth, although a lot of other places call their product Champagne if it's bubbly. But what these people do is that part of their process of making these wines, these Champagnes, they have the bottles in a, a big rack, and in the old days, they would have people who would go back into the into the cave there, and that probably is where they were doing all of this, in a cave. And they would turn each bottle of wine around, I think it's uh, 45 degrees or 90 degrees maybe. Might, might have been 90 degrees. Anyway, and they just turned it. And what they were trying to do is to get the yeasts that were still in the wine and making the wine kind of cloudy, actually, and they wanted to kind of move down to the bottom and expose more of the wine uh, to this because it's part of the uh, essential flavor profile of champagne. And then when it's time to sell the champagne, they turn the bottles upside down for a while, and all of this, uh, all of this stuff goes to the bottom, into the well, actually which is now the top. It's the neck of the bottle, and then they hard freeze it. I mean, they turn it to solid, solid wine, and then the um, the extra uh, force of the of the cork being in there with all the bubbles coming off is enough to push it out, and then they fill it back up again with uh, more champagne. Then they put the final cork in, and there you go. But that process of turning the each bottle of wine uh, a half or a quarter, whatever it is, uh, that is not something you ever need to do with still wines, the wines that don't have bubbles. In fact, it's a bad thing to do. So don't do not do that. Don't ever think about it. But if you ever get a chance to go to a, a real champagne uh, winery, 
uh, it's really something to see because the way they turn those bottles now is that they put them all in these big grid-looking racks, and they have a machine that turns all of them one half of a turn or whatever uh, uh, at the same time. It's, it's really amazing to see. The food show, 2606368. So Anybody what, what happened to all these bottle turners? What did they do? They, they, oh, they, uh, they, they retired they're drinking it now. I, uh, I, I have see. no idea. I like to take care of the help here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, you know, the help needs to be uh, helped. <laughs> Jeez. 2606368. We'll come back with more of the food show. And, you know, I would love to come back with you on the other end of the line. Would you mind? Give us a call. Uh, last night, my wife asked me if I wanted some ice cream. We were just sitting around waiting for time to go to bed. And uh, I said, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I don't know what it is. During the last year or so, I've taken a real liking to ice cream. It was something I never paid a lot of attention to, it. well, since I was a kid, of course, uh, but uh, for some reason, I, I, it, it grabs me again. And uh, she scooped some of it into a plate and brought it out to me. I took one bite, and I said, this is really a, what's the flavor of this? And she said, it's vanilla. I said, this is a really unusual vanilla. What kind was it? Briars, she said. Natural vanilla made with fresh cream. Sugar and milk. Also, I'm looking on the side of the box here, too. And uh, what does it say about the contents there? It is, uh, I saw it here just a second ago. Uh, the, uh, all the ingredients are, are just, oh, here we go. Uh, milk, cream, sugar, vegetable gum, which is completely harmless, and natural flavor, which came from the little tiny BBs, little, little tiny little flecks there, little dark flax, flex, uh, fl- <laughs> flakes, or whatever it is, right in the middle of that. The flavor, though, was sort of like a t- thyme, the, the spice thyme, T-H-Y-M-E, uh, or, or just something else herbal. It, it, I could see, okay, the vanilla, I've got that. But there's something more here, and I couldn't put my finger on what it was, but the uh, I, I must tell you, I really like this ice cream, and uh, I, I, I would be eating some right now if I had a spoon and if uh, it's not nice to eat on the radio. So uh, uh, at some point, Doug, I'm going to need a, a, about uh, about 30 seconds to go put this back in the freezer. But has anybody else uh, bought this stuff and found it unusual? Bi- uh, Breyers, you know, B-R-E-Y-E-R-S, they've been around for a million years. Uh, nationwide, and they have, as part of their logo, they have a leaf, a green leaf of something. It looks like mint to me, or basil or something, or basil. Which is it, basil or basil? I think it's basil if it's a person's name, and basil if it's, or maybe it's the other way around. I don't know. <clears throat> anyway, so we have this uh, this ice cream. What kind of ice cream do you like? Now that it, Now that we're getting hot prematurely, uh, that the the storm that came through was kind of like a normal uh, uh, cold front that came through and hit a bunch of abnormally low or hugely over uh, humidity, high, high, high humidity. A uh, cold thing runs into high humidity, and you get big storms. That's what happened yesterday. 
as I'm sure you know. And, uh, you know, what's the, what's the deal on that as regards ice cream? Anyway, I can hardly wait to try some more of this again. Anybody got a favorite ice cream that's a, a little offbeat? Everybody loves chocolate. Everybody loves vanilla. But what else do you like? I would say if I had to tell you my number one favorite ice cream, gotta be Spumoni from Angelo Bracados. I, 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 whenever I'm in a restaurant where they have that, and that's just about every Italian restaurant in town, unless they make it themselves, like over at Andrea's, for example, Chef Andrea, his people anyway, they make their own Spumoni ice cream right there. It's the same colors, same flavors as uh, Bricados, but it's not Bricados. Uh, he's not making fun of Bricados or stealing any, anything because it's a classic. But uh, there it is. It's a good, good product. But Bricados is number one. I, I just I, I can't. I never get tired of, of eating that. Which brings up another subject. Every time I get uh, Bricados. It, it usually comes out hard, 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 really, really super cold, which makes sense because it keeps it fresher. But then they bring you a spoon, and it's usually a, a little teaspoon, you know, the, the one you would use with your coffee. And I'm always finding myself, and sometimes I do it automatically, and sometimes I forget to do it at all. But I ask them, if I'm having ice cream, would you mind bringing me out a fork instead of a spoon, or bring me out both of them, a fork and a spoon. And if you look in, in etiquette books, you will find that the proper uh, utensils that you ought to be brought to the table uh, are a, a soup spoon and a salad fork. And between the two of them, you can eat just about anything. Now, you might say, well, I can eat just about anything as it is. Well, that ice cream will throw you because you would think, well, yeah, spoon, right? It's uh, in the beginning when it's still really, really cold and firm and solid. Fork works a lot better. Remember that next time it comes up. Because sometimes you'll, you'll be there with your spoon, and this is a, one of those hard, hard pieces of ice cream because it's still so cold. You push down on the spoon, flip, the ice cream goes onto the floor. Or worse because at least the dog would get it if that happened. It's the Food Show, 2606368. It's perfectly all right to call us. Would you mind calling us? We'd love to hear from you. That's the big, the big battle of the Food Show these days. For some reason, there is a, tr there is a, uh, a trend afoot that uh, has people moving away from calling into radio talk shows. We have no loss of listeners we still have lots and lots of listeners and the reason i know this is that surveys show it first of all but even more important whenever we do an eat club dinner or anything like it we fill the house and you couldn't do that unless people were listening to you and this is the only place where i push it uh so uh anyway we are we are always looking for new people to call us and you can call us uh, as much as you want and bring up any topic you want if it's about food or restaurants, cooking, or anything that goes along with it, wine, the entire range, we'd love to hear from you about uh, what your thoughts are. 260-6368, 260-6368. Call right now. You'll get right in. We'd love to hear from you, and we have much to discuss. What do you have going on for Christmas or oh, for New Year's Eve? Excuse me. New Year's Eve. I never have the answer to that. Uh, 
I used to go to restaurants and just kind of hang out while everybody else, this was when I was single. What people would just, uh, you know, everybody would be in twos and fours. And then, you know, a lot of people get big tables because a lot of folks on uh, a holiday like uh, New Year's Eve, uh, they have friends that join them and make a big party out of it, which is exactly what the restaurants want you to do. One guy they're not going to look upon very nicely. So I always used to sit in the bar and just hang out all night just to see who would turn up and, uh, and get uh, a dining partner for the night. And then I got married, and all my life suddenly got a lot better, so I didn't have to think about that anymore. But what's your, um, what's your plan for New Year's Eve? Call me and tell me what it is, especially if you think it's a great idea and it has been very good for you in the past, whatever that restaurant is. I want to know about it, and everybody else does too. So uh, call us. Would you favor me with that? It doesn't cost you anything to call us on the air. Our telephone number is 504-260-6368. 504, you know, that's only if you're calling from out of town. 260-6368. Or you can uh, use this memory jogger, 260-MENU. And then there you are. And you and I will have a conversation. And there's nothing scary about it, I promise you. I'm not going to make fun of you. I'm not going to make you wish you had not ever heard of the idea of a radio show about program, a program for food. Uh, But that's what we do. And it's unique in America because only in America, uh, only in all of America, we have great food all the time. And, again, I tell you, as I mentioned at the beginning of the program, Food and Wine magazine just came out, brand new. I think today is the day that they put this word out. The best eating city in America, New Orleans. And you can say New Orleans if you're singing a song. You ever notice that? All the songs that have a reference to our town's name always comes out New Orleans. Way down yonder in New Orleans, you know. If do you know what it means to miss New Orleans? You can't even make the rhyme without it, without it there. But when you run into somebody in person on the street, nobody says, "Hey, how are things in New Orleans?" No, oh, Lordy, no. Hey, you have it's got to be New Orleans or some adaptation on that. Or New York, New Orleans. That's the one I always thought was interesting. New Orleans. Where did that get started? And then of course there's. Where yet? I mean, that's a, but that's a whole different story. Two six zero, six three, six eight. Waiting. God, where is everybody? I guess everybody's busy returning things to the stores where uh, they came from. As a matter of fact, I, my wife is working on that even as we speak. Uh, what else is going on? What's uh, what's cooking over at your house? Yesterday, I, I think I brought this up yesterday. I can't remember if I did or not. It was just yesterday. My uh, my class at Jesuit High School, we have a, we have a reunion every year, we, every single year. We don't wait for the fives and the zeros. We do it every year. It's really a nice event. A lot of guys show up. I, did, I forgot to count them yesterday, but I, my guess is something like around 40 guys, which is, you know, pretty good. After, you know, we're past 50 years now since this all happened. Anyway, it was great to see them, and we were over at the Court of Two Sisters. And every time I go to the Court of Two Sisters, I walk away thinking, this is a much better restaurant than most people think it is. Most people have it figured out as a touristy sort of a place that only tourists go to. But someday, 
Now, let me tell you what kind of day you want for this. You don't want to just do it on any old day. Go to the Court of Two Sisters for dinner when it's warm outside but not hot. So you can wear, you know, like a like a button-down, just a regular shirt. You don't have to dress up to go there. And then order off the menu. The prices are, are very affordable, especially for by the standards of the French Quarter, especially when the restaurant is a very good-looking place, as the Court of Two Sisters is. And uh, I think you'll like it. I mean, the, the people who own it, they've been in the business for a very long time. One of them is in my class at, uh, at Jesuit. That's why we have our annual events over there. But it's always fun to go to that and find out what's uh, who's doing what and why. Uh, our numbers were reduced by four this time around. That has been uh, unusual. We've had a lot of years where everybody was just as healthy as they were the year before, uh, but we've lost a couple. I guess that happens at past a certain age. Uh, who, Steve, welcome to the food show. Come on in. I told him I'd save you from all the whining. Isn't it? Isn't it awful? I just don't, you know, uh, after, after doing this for 30 years, I'm completely mystified why all of a sudden nobody calls us. I don't know. I, I got to beg for it every single day. I know, and you're like getting good dating. at it. You're, you're <laughs> oh, getting yeah, good at the begging. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Too. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> uh, well, what, one thing, do you remember... Little Queenie and the Percolators, the band. I, I do, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, their hit, Barbara Menendez, who was Little Queenie. I'm sorry, yeah. Lee. Um, wait a minute. Okay, I think it was it. But their song was My Darling New Orleans. My Darling New Orleans. Yeah. That's about and, right, yeah. And I thought that was the perfect use of that, you know, instead of the New Orleans that is, you know, it's... Okay, it's poetic license. You can say it. You know, we'll yeah, let oh, you. Of course, you can. You can say anything we'll, you want. We'll let poem. you. We'll let you say it in in music. But if you say it, walking down the street, you're a geek. We might throw you out of the city. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I am a geek. What can I say about that? Yeah, but you don't yeah. say New Orleans. I certainly uh, do not, unless it's in a song. And when there it's you in go. a song, That's it. exactly, exactly. What do I do for New Year's? I've spent so many years in the music business working New Year's Eve. I do nothing and love it. I'll bet that's true. Yeah, uh, you know, that's... you wonder about that. And it's the guys who work in restaurants. Yeah. Uh, you know, they uh, they have to put in, uh, you know, go to the, these days when they would much rather be out celebrating it all. Right, for... right. Well, that was the one thing good about what I did. We were basically, you know, uh, helping people celebrate, which would, wasn't too bad. It really was pretty funny to say I'm working, you know. So uh-huh. I've always said yeah. I, I drink. The only time I drink is at work. <laughs> that's what I used yeah, where where'd that come from? Is that on a? No, that's that's. No. The, I think I'm, it, I I made that up, and oh. I may have, but I used to you always just have. say that that was. I don't drink. I don't you know. I don't drink much at home or anything. Like I said, the only time I drank was at work, um, yeah. <laughs> and that was, you know, in the music business. Yeah, well, it probably helps. Yeah. Uh, my wife now is an RN, and for years, she, when she was doing floor nursing, she would work, we don't have children, so she would work Christmas and Christmas Eve so that people with children could, you know, That's mighty nice of you. 
That, it was. It was nice I bet of her. That was much appreciated. Yeah, it really was, and she still does it sometimes if they need somebody to to cover a shift. You know, she's more in the uh, administrative part now. But if they need somebody to cover mm-hmm. a shift for, so that somebody can have off, she'll do, you know, a New Year's Eve. And for her, I was always working, so you know. Well, that worked out perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Christmas Eve, I have never worked in the music business on Christmas Eve. Isn't that strange? Hmm, that's amazing. Yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, were these bands, like, really awful or something? No, no. Uh, I mean, there's just people don't hide, don't don't go out like that. It's more of a family thing. You so know, you, have an, you have an appreciation for music, I'm given to understand. You think? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, so. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I, you know, my, my wife and, and my daughter, too, they they agree about this. They think that I ought to do a CD. <laughs> now, I'm not I'm not that good, you know, I'm, no, but really. I but I do find myself singing all the time. And I'm, I'm yeah. in a, a bunch of different uh, choruses and such. Right. But they, they're talking about making this a gift to me. Uh, but, well, that was uh, you've made yourself clear as to where you stand on that. <laughs> uh, if, you know, and, and I'm going to be real honest with you. I uh, have owned a recording studio. Well, I sold it in 99. Yeah. Uh, and most of what the work that I did was what we call Vanity Press. Oh, sure. Yeah, well, and, there's no doubt about that. Yeah, and that's what I've always told people. Man, if you come in here and enjoy the process... And to take it home and have that, you know, forever, the, you yeah. know, the library thing, you know, do not make a vanity press thinking you're going to make money with it. Yeah, well, yeah, that's going to cost you money. What, yeah. what you're saying right there? Absolutely. Uh-huh. So you say yes about this. Yeah. And, we, and for you to have a good time doing it? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good to know. Absolutely. And well, my, my the, the the Marys are probably listening to us right now, and they're saying, "Okay, see, I've been telling you." Yeah, hey, uh, we have uh, we have gotten to that point on the uh, on the uh, clock dial that says. Uh, so what you're saying we'll is wrap this go up away. And, yeah. No, I, I know. I'm, I'm saying that we will no, ease off into the sunset. All right. Later. Stay tuned. More of the food show coming on 105.3 FM HD2. Thank you.